You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, sucky daters? We're here for an all-new episode of your favorite podcast. It's called Help, I Suck at Dating. Usual suspects are here. It's myself, Jared Haven, somewhere on the East Coast, and... A woman that we've seen on this podcast before. She's going to be co-hosting with us this week. It's Annalise Puccini. What is up, Annalise? How are you? I'm good. It's good to see you guys. I feel like it's been forever. It has been a while. Well, fill us in. Why has it been so long? What have you been doing? <laughs> Annalise, what have you been up to? I feel like we have, like you said, it's been forever. So what's been going on in your life? Uh, Give us an update like we haven't talked in forever. Well, if you haven't heard, there's a quarantine going on <laughs> so that might be why right. we've seen each other uh, that's that's a good way to that's a good way to put it let's say like aliens came to earth and they have no idea what's going on and you have to describe your 2020 to them to kind of fill them in on what's going on so what's Annalise's 2020 been like uh it started out really great and I think probably like many of us, we're super excited about 2020, right? We're all like, oh, 2020 vision. It's going to be so amazing. And then, poof. Um, no, I felt really guilty a lot of times during this year because I was like, my year has been pretty great. And then I think I just had like extremes, like a lot of us too. Yeah. It was like, I don't know how the world's doing, but I'm doing pretty good in 2020. Yeah. I felt really, I felt really bad because people would be like, how are you? I'm like, I'm living in Tahoe. I went on a road trip. Like life was pretty good. And then all of a sudden, like my 2020 hit that, <laughs> that like bang that everyone else had been going through and just had been feeling at different times during this whole year. Right. Like we've all gone through our extreme highs and lows. So then Annalise, when did I, when did I see you? Was it earlier this year? Or was it l- last yeah, year? I think, I think I saw you guys. For it was right around was it Valentine's Day last year or was it or this year? I think it it might have been Valentine's Day this year. That's insane to think that we were in a crowded auditorium just in February. Yeah. We were yeah, we did that uh we were right? Yeah, it was so it was almost famous live podcast, uh, and it was in front of like three hundred people and you were there. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jed was there to do a musical performance. Interesting choice, but I actually quite enjoyed Jed. He was quite nice. Uh, and yeah, to think that that was in February. So that was the last time I saw you. And the fact that we were in a room with 400 other people is insane. Actually, I saw you guys a lot at the beginning of the year. And then this is making me sad too, because I was like, oh, I usually see Dean at uh, Pebble Beach at the Pro Am. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that won't be happening, but... He's not golfing, though, because no, if no. you golfed at Pebble Beach, he'd shoot at least a 105. 
No, we just. I don't know. I've been playing pretty good lately. I joined a country club. I get to play golf whenever I want for free. You joined a country club? Yeah, you should join, actually. I would get a good referral bonus if you joined. Where is the country club? Uh, It's called Braemar Country Club. It's just like, uh, it's like Tarzana. Uh, That's the most anti-Dean thing I've ever heard. You join. So hold on, let me get this straight. In the past month, you've put a lease in a place in Los Angeles. You've bought a place in Nevada. You've joined a country club. Who the hell are you? I know. Kalen's really domesticated me. It's kind of embarrassing to be to be totally honest. But that's not the topic of conversation here. Join the country club. I'll show you how much how how capable I am of handling you at Pebble Beach if it comes to that. But Annalise. So you're right. We do normally see each, a, a lot of each other in that Pebble Beach. I've got a question for you. I think, did I see something that you moved to Hawaii? I did, yeah. Is that where you are right now? I am. I had to close all my windows because uh, the sun is coming up right now and the birds uh, go crazy. So kind of like your dogs, Jared, the birds would be echoing in the background. Dude, I don't know what the hell is going on outside this door, but like... I just texted Ashley. I was like, what the hell is going on? Is the mailman like antagonizing the dogs right outside the window? They're losing it. For the record, Jared, every single week, it seems like you have no idea what's going on with them because they definitely are just a rambunctious couple of pups. Well, Lois is quite adorable, but she's also quite unpredictable. Well, it's it's funny because you're on East Coast time, which is 12 noon when we started this. I'm on West Coast time, 9 a.m. And Annalise, it's got to be 6 a.m. over there. It's 7, luckily. They don't, they don't seven. deserve savings thanks. oh my <laughs> gosh but still i mean that's even getting up for a 9 a.m i was like oh my gosh this what is so time early. do you usually wake up annalise i keep all of my windows open so i rise with the sun it's pretty great i i would say i get up i get 6 30 probably every day just naturally 6 30 so all right well let's let's ask the question annalise are you we have to know about your relationship status because obviously bachelor help i suck at dating so are you dating someone right now i'm not that was kind of my move to Hawaii, to be honest. I was with my ex, and we signed a six-month lease to move to Hawaii together. Oh, wow. And he broke up with me two days before moving. And so I no way in our house for two weeks by myself. It was, like, the most beautiful, difficult, I don't even know. It was the It was intense two weeks. I had, like no TV, no distractions. I took a break from social media and I just was like in it. I like read five books. I started therapy again. I did all the things. And then I got out of um, quarantining in that house. I got my own place. I bought a car. Um, and then he moved here less than a month later with his new girlfriend. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Oh, what? Yeah. So that is my quarantine love story. All right, hold on. How long were you guys dating before you decided, hey, let's move to Hawaii? So we met actually the weekend that I was with you guys. I met him in February. Um, And then it was just like a very, we just hit it off instantly. We like skied in Tahoe. We met in Tahoe, but he was living in San Francisco too. And we, so we like, were able to see each other a ton. And then obviously because of like, San Francisco kind of shutting down all the big cities are sort of doing that he moved in with me so we lived in Tahoe together we like we went on a big road trip and um we spent a lot of time with his family and my family and then we were like what are we gonna do because things are not going to be opening back up in San Francisco for a while so we were like where can we do all of the things still and just be outside and we chose Hawaii (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'm in the same uh, same little town as him because our initial plan was to get here and like work on things. It was just to like take a step back because we were like, we really were that relationship where I think a lot of people can relate where it's like you met and then it was like, okay, well, do you want to be alone? No. So like, let's just move in together and just be together all the time. So we were like, maybe we just need to slow things down and like, take a step back so that was the plan the plan was like he would still have the place I would get my own place we could maybe like do some couples therapy like date like you know not just be like living together immediately but date and so that was that kind of went out the window when he brought his new girlfriend (laughs) that's so crazy to me that he brought his new girlfriend yeah yep like two days after we broke up he was like posting pictures with her already I was like cool Cool. Have you got? Have you confronted him about it at all, or like? No, have you heard I from see him? him like almost daily, and he has 
yet to say one word to me. What? What the yeah. hell is going on? Hold on. So you're telling me that you guys <laughs> dated, met in February. It was a pretty intense relationship, obviously, because during quarantine, you moved in together. Then you guys decided, hey, let's move to Hawaii together. But you were getting two separate places, but moving to the same town in you're, Hawaii. No, you only were getting one place. But then when he broke up with me, it was like a... It was like a week long breakup of like, okay, do we really want this? Maybe we don't. And so it was like, maybe we just need to take a step back. So the so it was like, but during that two weeks we were broken up. And then during that, I guess, 24 hours after we broke up though, he was like on to the next. So either way of an overlap, I have no idea what was going on there, but I feel like that's what my question is gonna right be. Because <laughs> I, I need to figure this out. So so then after you guys broke up, you're like, okay. You you still decided I'm gonna still move to Hawaii, and he was like, "I'm still gonna move to Hawaii as well." He was a little bit more iffy. He wasn't sure, and I wasn't sure how long I was gonna do it for. I had had a bunch of stuff already sent here, and so I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna go and like do me. Like this is still my just as much my experience, and I'm like, it's a great place to heal, and I do know some people here, and so I was like, I'm just gonna go." And maybe I only stay for two weeks. Maybe I quarantine in the house for two weeks, pack up my stuff, and I fly back to San Francisco. Yeah. Um, so that was like a total possibility. But then I got out of it and I was like, you know what? No, like he doesn't win this <laughs> this experience. Like I can move to Hawaii too. I've moved to different countries and other states and like I've done alone time. I'm I can do it. And I was like thriving. I um yeah, I just felt like a total badass, to be honest. Those two weeks, I was like, I started writing a book. I just was, I was like, maybe this is what, maybe this whole experience was meant to bring me here. This know? sounds like the story from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where like no, they break up. A hundred and twenty percent. I rewatched that movie and I was like, this is my life. I am, you are Jason Siegel. I which means that whoever this girl is that this dude is dating is Russell Brand. And exactly. <laughs> I don't like this. So I'm confused, like, how he thought it was okay for him to move into the same town again. Wouldn't he be like, all right, if I'm going to go to Hawaii, first of all, why would I go to Hawaii when my ex-girlfriend is already going to go there? And yeah. I'm going to go to Hawaii with my new girlfriend and not only to Hawaii, but the same town that I know my ex-girlfriend is now in. Yeah. The hell's wrong with this guy? <laughs> uh, we may never know. Well, I'm sorry that you have to go through that. And you see him daily, you say? I mean, yeah, pretty frequently. It's a small town. So I see him at the grocery store, walking on the beach, surfing. like. And he's yet to even acknowledge your existence? Nope. Well, Annalise, That's wild you me. can do much better than this guy. I'll tell you that. Oh, 100%. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's definitely been difficult because he, he was like my my person during all this. Like, he was my safety net. He was the person I felt the most comfortable with. We got, you know, like six and a half months together during quarantine living with just one person. That's like two years. That's like, we spent a month with my family, a month with his family. I mean, you're like, you're in it. 24 hours a day. So um, we got to know each other really well. So I think the, the hardest thing for me right now is just like the, I do miss like my, my like buddy, like my best friend that I had for six months that we like did all the fun things. But now I'm, I'm like, I can still, it's the same thing with coming to Hawaii. It's like, I can still do all those things. Like I don't need him. I don't need a man. So that's where I'm like, I'm surfing, I'm golfing, I'm joining a country club too, Dean. So, nice. <laughs> so um, Annalise, all, all things considered then, have you, like, obviously with, with COVID and stuff, it makes it a little bit more difficult, but what is the dating scene as a, as a newly single woman out in Hawaii been like? Um, it's not easy, but I'm, I'm definitely dating. Like, it's a weird, it's very strange to be dating during COVID. Um, I don't know. I feel like people here, it's like such a community, such a small community. That's one of the things I'm super grateful for. But people really like rally around you, especially in my situation. A lot of people know and they're just like, as soon as there's some single guy that they know that is a eligible bachelor, they're like, hey, <laughs> let me let me introduce you. So I mean, the dates here are a lot of just like, let's go hike a waterfall and um, or let's go surfing together or something like that. So they're chill. I've had like 
it's a small island though too so there's numerous conversations that i've already had to have where i'm just like i don't i don't want to have like a reputation i don't want to be like dating everyone so like i just want to be friends with you and like if it develops into something down the road whatever but like just friends now, now this sounds like bachelor in paradise <laughs> yeah no, I mean, I do feel like my boundaries, I don't know if it's like coming off of a breakup or if it's like, again, being on a small island, maybe it's a good thing, but there's definitely, I have much stronger boundaries that I'm putting up and just like being a lot more open um, about like where I'm at and like what what my expectations are in relationships. So mm-hmm. I've been super, super upfront with, with everyone that I've met because I don't want to lead anyone on. That's the other thing. I think in this, like during all of this, it's super easy to just be like, Ooh, I'm lonely. And that's like the wrong reason to ever be with anyone. So, um, I need to just be good on my own and like have, if there's somebody that really sparks my interest, great, but there just hasn't been anyone that I'm like, Oh, I kind of want to make out with you. (laughs) I feel like dating in Hawaii has to be similar to dating, uh, from like a mountain town where I grew up and it's just like, it's so small that everyone kind of like knows each other. Uh, Single people don't stay single long. And like, if they do, you like, they're probably single for a reason sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's tricky because it's like, everyone kind of knows each other. uh, And then the second someone gets single, it's like, okay, uh, we're like, then they're like off the market just as quick as they were on it. And you just don't have quite as much like options, I guess, you know, so you have to be uh, you have to just play things a little bit differently. It's just a little it's tricky. Everyone says here, they're like, you got to get them fresh off the plane. And I'm like, maybe you right. should become an Uber driver. Just like From the airport to the, right. How long are you in town for? All right. Well, Annalise, we have to take a quick break, but I, I do kind of want to play a game with you. Have you, have you been watching Bachelorette? I haven't. You haven't? No. Never mind. We're not playing the game then. Damn it. I was oh. going to say who... I was going to see who you wanted to see down in paradise because oh. if you're single and you go back to bachelor in paradise, which they've already announced is going to happen again in 2021. I'm interested oh, wow. to see who you Annalise, would like to see down in that Island. And I was going to play a game with you with this season, but darn it. Never mind then. I say we play it anyways and just base it off the names. All right, cool. <laughs> Are you down to play Annalise? Sure. I know that there's, I think there's two, three guys maybe that I, People have been like, you should date this person, but all right. Well, don't, don't say their names right now. We'll tell. We'll tell you. We're gonna tell Suck Army what the three names are that Annalise uh, of the, the three names that guys that Annalise should date down in Bachelor in Paradise. Right after we take a quick break. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another, and every time after that, it's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes. And, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. 
Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Myself, I'm Jared, by the way. Uh, Dean, we have Annalise. Uh, of course, you know her from Ari's season of The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, and Annalise, before we took a break, we teased that there were three guys that a lot of people have been commenting to you that you should be uh, keeping an eye out in case you uh, walk down those faithful stairs uh, in Bachelor in Paradise again. Can you tell us who the three guys are? Okay, so I don't know their names. I was literally just going to Google it. But Dean, I sort of, this just made me think of you a little bit. Um because I feel like you were on a similar trajectory. You were like never going on paradise again. You were living in a van. I was like living in a trailer for a good portion of this summer. I'm like never going on paradise again. And now you guys are asking me about paradise. Well, I mean, hey, follow the path to success. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I walked so you could run, Annalise. Yeah, but it feels like the farthest thing from anything I would want to do right now um okay wait should i just google i don't even know the names of any of the of the guys on this season well how about this how about how about jared will say the name that he thinks and then explain the guy and why he thinks you guys would be good for each other that's what i think we should do so this is just this is gonna be really jared we're we're relying pretty heavily on you here all right well the first guy obviously he was a big name on this season uh, he fell in love with Tasha. Uh, she let him go, but then he came back. But then, of course, ultimately, it chose somebody else. I'm talking about Ben Smith. Now, do you know who Ben Smith is, Annalise? Um, yes, I do. All right, perfect. <laughs> Very good looking, great body. He also, at one point during the season, stripped naked in front of Tasha to show his vulnerability. Interesting choice, but uh, huh. I think uh, uh, a lot of women out there enjoyed it. Uh, so he is from Indianapolis, so kind of far, but you know, long distance relationships can work. I'm sure he'd be very open to moving to Hawaii. He's a coach at Deuce Gym. Deuce, interesting choice, uh, uh, for the name of a gym, but I like it. Uh, and he's one of the bachelors who, uh, uh, he went on Claire's season, uh, and he was uh, a part of the recasting apparently, uh, after, so he was not a part of the original cast. I didn't know that. That's insane. Uh, and then COVID hit, and then there was like this six-month delay, and then they casted him to be on Claire's season. Pretty interesting. So, judging by his picture, uh, how old is he? Ben is... He's 29 years old. He lives in Venice right now, but he's from Indianapolis. He's an army vet. Uh, he works at a gym, fitness guy. What do you think? Um, I would go on a date with him. I don't know if I'd go on a date with him in paradise, but I'd go on a date with him. I mean, I would go on a date with him. He's very good looking and charming. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, he, I actually have seen, you know, when you go to like the homepage on Instagram or the search or whatever, and you can see people, it always pops up with everything. So that's the only way that I'm 
aware of things going on on uh, on Bachelorette this season, but I've seen him pop up. He is too. All right, the next guy that I want to talk about, his name is Bennett. Bennett Jordan, Annalise. Have you heard about Bennett? Yeah, he's going to be a hard pass for me. But. Oh, let me give you the bio, Leah. So Bennett, of course, is a gentleman of Harvard, uh, something that I strive to be. Uh, he's 37, so a little, you know, mature. He's from Atlanta. Uh, I don't know if he lives there right now. I think he lives in New York. Uh, and again, he was one of the recasting guys. Uh, he wasn't originally on the show, but got recasted after COVID. Uh, he's an interesting human being. Uh, very... Uh, uh, how, how the hell do you even explain Bennett? Just like such a caricature of what a gentleman of Harvard would be, but that's just like who he actually is. So we're going to go hard pass with Bennett. Somebody wrote on my, like a comment. They said, you should date Bennett. Uh, I could see you guys in the Hamptons eating lobster together. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, mm, I don't really think that that's my vibe at the moment. <laughs> It's more like walking uh, a mile with no shoes on and not brushing my hair for a week vibe. I don't know if Bennett would be into it. Is that your perfect date? Like, w if you had to explain your perfect first date, what would it be? I mean, right now, it would be probably, like, surfing and then getting fish tacos afterwards. Or, yeah. That sounds like an incredible first date. And then getting fish tacos afterwards. Anything involved in, yeah, fish tacos, maybe a cocktail, some water activity, I'm in. Yeah, maybe like a margarita like, by the beach. Yeah. I'd like to point out, too, that uh, Becky, one of the producers on our podcast, found her boyfriend through this podcast. So maybe someone on this unnamed, unnamed island in Hawaii is listening to this and hearing Annalise speak. Do you want to hear, speaking of astrology... My horoscope this morning, I was like, maybe I am meeting him on Unhelp I Suck at Dating today. What did it say? It says, a new person could come into your life whose powerful magne magnetic charisma you find captivating. But be careful. It doesn't distract you from what you need to get done. There's a lot more. But, but that was what it started with. So who is powerful and has magnetic charisma? Maybe Bennett. <laughs> I would Maybe say Bennett. Bennett, definitely not Dean or myself. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Annalise, I have a question for you, actually, uh, that I think is very pertinent to this conversation. So you've dated both people from, you know, after your experience, both people from Bachelor Nation and people that are not from Bachelor Nation. Do you have a preference of one or the other? I mean, people are people. At the end of the day, I gotta, I have to feel like for me, I would hope that people would give me a chance my experience, though, is that it is not easy dating people who have not been on The Bachelor after having been on it. That mm -hmm. makes sense. Like you're saying, you're saying it's easier. I'm sorry, not as easy. It's not easy. Like I do think right. that that was a huge. Um, I think it's exciting and then scary. Maybe if somebody was like an influencer or something too, they kind of understand the the like hype around it sometimes but I I think I think it's fun in the beginning like I think the guys that I've dated are like oh my god you got recognized like that was kind of cool they maybe don't say that but you can just like sense that from their vibe mm -hmm. and then after you're like a couple months in and you're you like want to post a picture or something like that and there's like like for instance my ex um, I remember when I posted pictures of him, like all of a sudden it was like, I think it just became a little too overwhelming. It was like, whoa, this is a lot, you know? Oh, totally. I can uh, completely understand. We talked about this with a lot of pre previous cast members and how it just adds another layer of pressure to the relationship that isn't there unless you've been on Bachelor because everybody knows you from dating on television. So they're going to talk about your relationships. They're going to talk about your exes. They're going to talk about who they think you should be with. Or it's just like this weird dynamic. And even like you said, if you want to post a picture of a new relationship, it's not just you posting a picture of your boyfriend. It's posting a picture of someone that people are going to comment and judge and, and think that you are in like this really deep, uh, loving relationship when maybe it's just a good relationship and you don't know where it's going, but so you have to keep it private on Instagram and then you overthink things and it just complicates everything. It's weird. Yeah. Well, and then it's also just like family and friends and things like that. Like with my ex, I remember when I, when I first posted like the night that I met him, we, um, went, 
it was a drunk night, but we went um, in, into his hot tub and I posted not of him just walking down the steps to his hot tub. Mm -hmm. And his friends, I guess, followed me on the East Coast who like, I didn't know, but they followed me and they messaged him and were like, oh my God, are you hanging out with Annalise right now? <laughs> and so then like, they had opinions about me because they had watched me on the show. So like his girls, his friends that were girls were like, oh man, she's this, that, and the other thing. And it's just super unfair because it's like, you know I mean, what? luckily they got to know me and liked me, but it's, um, it, it also puts that target on your back. Like, oh, is she going to just want this? Like, is she, you know, like what are, like, I get a lot of times, like, what are your motives or things like that? And I'm like, what are you kidding? Like, why do I have motives? You know, like I'm just a person who wants to date somebody. And if I have a connection with you, I have a connection with you, but um, people bring your character from TV into who you are in real life. Also, I also like to always point out, we are all allowed to grow and change constantly. And that's actually a great thing. We should all be growing and changing. So I am not the person I was a year ago, let alone three years ago. So I'm changing and evolving daily. And yeah, I like- You're not even the same person that you were when you started this podcast. No, oh my God, growing and evolving second by second. No, but that does frustrate me a lot when people are like, yeah, but you were this person. And I'm like, yeah, and? <laughs> you yeah. know? Like you said, we're all uh, we're all changing and growing. If we're not changing and we're not growing, then something is wrong. Uh, but I totally agree. I remember going on dates like after the show and, and people would come up and I'd be with, you know, a girl on a date and then like p girls would come up and ask me about Ashley and Caitlin. And I was like, this is freaking awkward. Uh, so totally get where you're coming. All right. One last guy. And then we're going to move on. Uh, I'm going to ask you about uh, a guy who is uh, easy on the eyes. He's 30. He's a Massachusetts guy. He's a local for me. You know I love my New England boys. His uh, name is Brendan Morris. Uh, Brendan uh, is known for wearing his turtlenecks uh, on the show. Very nice man. Again, he was recasted after the pandemic. Great choice. 30 years old. Massachusetts guy. Loves turtlenecks. So, Annalise, could you see yourself dating a guy who loves turtlenecks, even though you live in Hawaii? <laughs> um, he could just get, what are they called? Like, are they... Dick, what are those things that you know just like the half turtleneck it's just the turtleneck with like the neck and you put it under like another sweater or it's like a collar but it doesn't it's not a full shirt is that you for like I'm cold weather no it's just like i think back in the 80s people would do it a lot like they have like a yeah um a dicky i think is what it's called i'm gonna but, google a dicky and if something bad comes up i'm blaming you uh yeah, he could just like rock um, board shorts and and a little turtleneck dicky. Um, <laughs> sounds so bad. Uh, yeah, he was one of the top guys, right? Is yes. that who you're talking about? He was third, I think. He's he's cute. He seems nice. All right, cool. <laughs> I would date him. All right, perfect. So we we got it. We got two out of three dates for you. Uh, you know, paradise, real life, wherever it happens. At least we got two out of three. We're hitting sixty six percent. By the way, I also just googled turtleneck dicky and that's exactly what came up i've never seen this in my life it's like a cowl it's like the batman cowl that goes over your neck and then you tuck it under your shirt why don't you just buy a turtleneck what's the point of this um layering <laughs> i don't know if you have like a blade well yeah i feel like it was like back in the day when you'd wear like a turtleneck within like a sweatshirt on top like in the 80s people would do stuff like that i know the 80s god what a great decade Annalise, I've got a question. Oh, that is so interesting. Uh, I just Googled it too. It's it's funny. Uh, of all of the... Because you've been on Paradise twice, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Is there anyone that you maybe wish that you got to know better? While we're on the topic of dating Bachelor contestants, is there anyone that you maybe didn't give enough of a chance to that you later regretted? No. <laughs> no? Remember no. when you and Kenny? Remember when you and Kenny were an item? I thought that was so great. I love Kenny; he's fantastic. And obviously, he left because he had to get back to his daughter. I think is what it was. But that was just a, that was a pairing that I didn't expect. But the second I saw it, I was like, "That's great! I need I need more of this." I'm I'm sad that didn't happen. Uh, that that did become a bigger thing, you know. I mean, he's in his 
serious relationship now. So I, I feel like it was not meant to be for us. Um, but the thing that I do love about paradise and hate about, I'm like being reminded now, um, of like getting back into the dating world. Paradise is one of those things where you like, we really get to know everyone on such a different level. And so you give people a chance that maybe you normally wouldn't like, for instance, our swipe culture. That's what's so hard about dating, especially like in COVID times, because you can't go out to like a bar and, and just meet somebody in person. Is it like people will message me and they'll be like, oh, I want to set you up with somebody and they'll send me a picture. And then you just instantly get a vibe sometimes from a picture and you're like, eh, no. But if you actually meet the person and get to know them, you're like, oh, they're into the same things as I am. Like we just have really great banter. Um, you don't know those things unless you're like face to face with somebody. And in paradise, that's one of the things that I like is that you, you maybe go in with your top picks, but until you actually like sit and have a conversation, like Kenny was so, he's so smart. And I remember him like reciting poetry that like he had memorized and, um, wow, what a move. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I remember there was one night where we were like reciting poetry together. I was like, this is pretty freaking cool. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you don't know those things about people until you actually, like he and I were friends, you know, and then, and then it like developed. And then I was like, ah, I think it's just a friends thing, but, um, but it was nice to explore it and see if there was something there, you know. Dean, have you ever recited poetry to Kaylin? Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> Such a dramatic pause. Yes. Uh, the answer to that question, Jared, is a resounding yes. What was it? <laughs> well, I mean, let's be real. Every time I speak, it basically poetry. is poetry. Yes, obviously. How could I have possibly forgotten that? Uh, <laughs> poetry is like, yeah, kind of sexy. It's. It, I mean, I'll. I I've sang "Happy Birthday" for her before. That's kind of a poem in a sense. Uh, uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, what about you, Jake? We're counting rhymes as ever, poems. Uh, well, I think that there really is no, you know, there really is no barrier to what a poem could be. That's fair. And especially, it just kind of boils down to your willingness to recite it in a way that is poetic. So. Yeah, I would say I would say that I've I've read poetry to her. What about you? Have you ever read poetry to Ashley? Well, I've written uh, c cards, like I've said before, uh, whether it be Valentine's Day, birthdays, Christmas, where I write, I, I guess, rhyming poems to Ash. Uh, they're very, you know, like third grade level, but it's really just the thought behind it. Sometimes I use a crayon just to really hammer home the inner child of the whole thing. Kind of creepy, but you know, it, it works sometimes. Uh, it's it's quite nice, but I gotta really get on Kenny's level because Kenny just sounds way more uh, seductive and uh, and romantic than me writing a, a rhyming poem to Ash. I don't know why I didn't remember this, but when we were in Paradise, uh, Kaylin and I, when we were filming, I wrote her two poems for her birthday, and obviously we all know what happened at the end of the birthday. But there were two poems. One of them was silly, uh, talking about. I can't remember what it was. Well, I can remember, but it was inappropriate, so I'm not going to share it. <laughs> and the other one was like a cute little poem, and she read them, and they never heard any of it. And I was very sad because I worked very hard on those poems. Oh, Well, I'm yeah. sure it's but the it that counts, man. I'm sure she enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, she did, I think. At least she claims to have. I mean, she's still um, with you, so she had to enjoy it at least a little bit. Right, 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 right. Well, Annalise, the year is now 2021. 2020 is in the rearview mirror. Uh, tell us what you have in store for yourself, what you're excited about, what you're leaving behind, and to stay on the topic of dating, what someone might be able to do in 2021 to catch your attention mm. moving forward. Oh, man, I feel like I need to do some journaling today. These are some questions I need to be asking myself. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, um, <clears throat> 2021 i'm i'm writing a book that's coming out in the beginning of the year so um so that's definitely like that's very exciting congratulations yeah and speaking of poetry it's a book of poetry <laughs> nice so, um that's something that i got back into this year uh i think lois for me like for a romantic partner i'm really looking for somebody who uh 
like doesn't walks the walk and talks the talk like if especially in healing I feel like um that's been a big thing for me recently is just uh is somebody who's willing to do the work on themselves is like a really big thing for me right now um because I feel like there's a lot of people who just are too afraid of of like the demons that they're gonna face if they go to therapy or or um just sit in their thoughts and so I think that that's going to be somebody I want somebody who's like evolved in that way. Hmm. Um, Interesting. That's a good explanation to find someone. Cause I find that a lot of people suffer from those demons, not yeah. willing to try to fix themselves. Yeah. It's um, I think it's been the downfall of a lot of, and I'm not blaming, I think this year I've gotten back into therapy and I've done a lot of work on myself. And mm -hmm. so I want somebody who matches me at that level and is not afraid to like, to know that they've gone through difficult times and then face it and try to actually grow and become a better person. So I want somebody who can meet me at that level and who um, is willing to like work on things together too. Cause I find a lot of the relationships that I'm in, like it comes to a close very abruptly. And I'm always like, this is, it's, this is not like how a relationship, you don't just like end it. It's kind of like a, you work on things or, you know, and, um, and I'm, I'm like, I want somebody who is willing to work on things. If there's a can we, the road. Can we circle that for a second? Because I've got yeah. a question for you. And I agree. I think you uh, definitely need to be, not you specifically, but just everyone in general, like, you know, blanket you, need to be able to like self-reflect, focus on the negatives and, and, and kind of trying to turn them into positives and grow from them. Annalise, you seem to put your all into relationships and you, you can never be faulted for that. Why do you, because I, I feel like every time we have a conversation. It's like the guy, uh, you know, like this for like ended abruptly this guy. So what do you think? It, Cause I mean, and you're great. We obviously all know you're great. What do you think it is that you might be doing that might have these guys ending things so abruptly? Cause I can't, I, it's hard for me to imagine what it would be because obviously all I know you is as a friend and you, you are fantastic. And I can't really ever imagine why a guy would do these things. So I'm, I'm just curious what you think that might be. Um, I mean, this has been like, that's something that I've been really reflecting on myself because I almost, I almost can say every relationship that's ended, every serious relationship has been a, you are perfect. You were the girl I'm gonna marry. I just can't now. So I've never had to take accountability for what my part of it is because it's always just been the guy saying like, I don't know what's going on with me. There's just like, I'm just not ready. And so this last relationship was the first time where it was like, okay, you know what? I cannot keep going around this cycle and this like track of this same, the same ending. Um, I mean, my relationship that ended before my, this most current ex, he broke up with me two days before we were supposed to go spend two weeks in France together. I'm like, Insane the two days, two days before kind of thing. And it's just like gone over done. I don't get a say in it. Um, I think, uh, I mean, there's a lot that I've, I've a lot of healing and learning that I've, um, I've done on myself, um, in the last couple months in trying to figure those things out. And I think a lot of it has to do with my boundaries, my attachment style. Um, the, I, put, I do put so much into relationships. I am somebody like talking to my therapist. I was like, I've discovered I want an all encompassing relationship. I like that. I like being with my partner all the time and um, not a codependent. I mean, I think there's some codependency in every relationship, but um, not like a unhealthy codependent relationship. But I want somebody who is my best friend who like we do surf, we do golf, we do hike, we like we do all of the things together yes we have our own alone times and friends and things like that too but um in this last relationship when it ended there was a lot of like it was a lot of questions at the end from him of like I was almost 36 at the time it was like a couple weeks before my birthday and so he, he was like you're almost 36 like what are you doing with your life and like you know um yeah, I mean, they were, they were pretty crappy questions, but at yeah. the same time, it really did get me thinking of, like, who I am, because I think that's a huge thing. I don't know if you guys feel this way, but since doing The Bachelor, and I think it was probably before then, too, but I think The Bachelor only, like, 
uh, intensified it for me is I don't think I've known who I was the last couple years. I am who I am through the, the eyes of others. And so this was like the first time for me to step, step back and be like, wait, I'm a, like, I am a total badass. Like, I don't know where along the line I forgot that. Like when I was 30, I went and I did, did a solo trip through Europe for six months on my own. Like mm-hmm. I've lived in other countries, like I said before, I've like done all sorts of cool things. Um, I've been through a lot and like, where along the line did I lose my confidence and like not and my worth? And so I've been working a lot on like reminding myself of who I am and my value and what I bring to the table. And like, I remember him saying to me, like, what do you bring to the table? And now I'm like, oh, I bring a lot to the table. <laughs> like, Damn, what a, what a dick. What an asshole thing to ask. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a lot of my, a lot of my stuff to him was about like what I'm doing professionally and um which is like listen you're living in Hawaii right now you know by you're doing just fine yeah I know (laughs) you're kicking ass you know it's funny I did a lot of self-reflecting after the show too and it's it's that's awesome because you are a badass and I'm glad you recognize it so funny because when I did self-reflecting, I was like, man, I'm a complete mess. And I really need to come to terms with this. It's so interesting to hear you say that you are who you are through the lens of others. Uh, because I agree with you, especially uh, when you, like, because like, I feel the same way. And I did for a long time. Uh, I think one of, the, one of the biggest things that I, kind of like similar, but slightly tangential <laughs> at the same time. Uh, one of my biggest anxiety drivers after the, going on the TV show was... Uh, I felt like there was so much possibility for me to do things and I wasn't like realizing the full uh, constraints of the possibilities, you know, like I was like underachieving uh, in whatever ways it was. And I still feel like I am pretty greatly, but I, I think that maybe that's kind of one of the self, I like, I had very little self-worth for a long time because of that thought process where I was like, oh my gosh, I can do all these things, but I'm not doing any of them. Um, and I would say therapy helped me with that quite a bit. But I think it's kind of just like an ongoing process, you know, in my opinion, at least. But I agree. It sounds like this guy is a jerk anyways. What kind of questions is this, is he asking? Like, what does he hope to get out of asking you those questions? You know what I mean? Like, what an asshole. I mean, the one beautiful thing in it, though, is it got me to ask those questions mm-hmm. to myself. Because yeah. like I said, I never was taking any ownership in the previous breakups. And in this one, it was the first time that I was like, what am I doing with my life? What do it? One thing that I realized is that I've been living... And I think this is like exactly why The Bachelor was like, yes, let's cast her. Um, I was living the life that I designed for myself at like 18. I thought like by the time I'm 26, I'm going to be married. By the time I'm 30, I'm going to have babies. And so I've basically just been like waiting for those things to happen for so my life could be like back on track in mm-hmm. some way. But then I'm like, okay, I'm 36 now. Like, what do I want with my life now? Do I want kids? Like, I don't even know if I want that. Like, do I want to get married? I don't know if I want to get married. I would like to have a life partner. But there's like all of these things that because um, of who I was on TV also, then somehow it's really difficult because then I feel like I have to prove myself. So now I'm kind of like back, back into this place of like, and, and this is where I'm really happy to be in Hawaii because I don't feel like there's anyone around that I have to like prove myself to or be anyone but me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is hard. Like I, I do fall back into the the lens of others is like the, but you you are that girl that wants to get married and have babies you are desperate and i'm like no i'm not any of those things like it's it's a label that was put on me for the enjoyment of others Mm. but like i am me and i know my truth more than anyone and so like i'm trying to re like really um hone in on that and i think that's only going to make me a better partner and it's going to like draw my partner my ideal match like to me too you know absolutely no that's great um I think that's awesome, and we're super happy for you, and we're rooting for you, Annalise. Um, and uh, I, you're gonna be fine. <laughs> like you're beautiful. You're living in Hawaii. Uh, you're. Uh, I, I have only good. I, I can only think that good things are gonna happen for you for 2021. Uh, and so we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and then we're gonna come back on the other side. We have a dating term. We have some rapid fire questions for Dean and Annalise, and then of course we're gonna answer an email of yours. And we're going to be right back. 
True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, welcome back to uh, what Help I Suck at Dating. I almost said, welcome back to Suck Army. Well, welcome back, Suck Army, to Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, like we go. said before the break, we have some rapid-fire questions for both Annalise and Deanie Babies. Uh, we have an email from you guys, and we also have a dating term. So let's do the dating term first. So Annalise, I don't know if you know this, but we define uh, a dating term. I present a new dating term of the week. And then everybody here on the panel helps to define it. So the first dating term of 2021 is cloaking. What could cloaking mean in the new year 2021 of dating? Uh, I'll start with this one. And obviously, Mark Easton, Becky, whoever else wants to chime in, feel free. Uh, I think cloaking, the dating term derives from cloaking, of course. You know, that's the word. Uh, which in my interpretation of it means to like conceal or to hide yourself. And so cloaking is when you are dating someone and then it's basically like ghosting. All of a sudden you disappear, you hide and you hope that they go away forever. That's what cloaking is in my, in my professional judgment. Annalise, what do you think? 
I have no idea, but um, <laughs> I like had a whole story going off in my head, but then I'm like, okay, wait, let me bring it back to like what it actually might mean. Um, maybe cause I'm going off of what Dean said a little bit, uh, something to do with your mask where like you only ever have your mask on, like if you're video chatting with somebody or um, sending pictures to each other, you always have your mask on. So you're like concealing yourself in some way. Ah, very interesting. Good thinking process there. Becky? I think it's kind of like catfishing. Like you, like a mix between Annalise's and Dean's where it's like you have your mask on and then you take it, like you're hiding some features, but you take it off and you're, you're a totally different person. I think it's more like stealth, like a stealth bomber. I think you are going using a fake Instagram or fake social media account to uh, stalk exes, to see what your current is up to, mm. going into their friends list, stuff like that. Using fake social media to investigate and be cloaked while you're doing it. Yeah, so you're cloaking so you can just be a, a stalker. I like that. Uh, so this one, cloaking is obviously very straightforward. But I love the guesses, everybody, because if we've ever seen if anybody here has seen a Harry Potter movie or what? read one of the books, as Annalise is raising her hand now, of course you have. Uh, no, I feel this is what I was going to say, probably. I feel like the actual answer is what you were what you're going to say. Of course it is. And uh, if, you know, Harry Potter obviously has his invisibility cloak, uh, you're not far off if that obviously came to mind. Where being ghosted involved your potential love interest simply going radio silent on all channels of communications, getting, quote, cloaked means that you've not only disappeared, but these people have straight up unmatched and blocked you on all the apps. How rude. That is cloaking in the 2021 dating world. There it is. Savage. There it is, ladies. Savage indeed. Uh, we do have an email from you, wonderful listener, Suck Army. Mark, would you be so kind to read this? It'd be my pleasure. All right, this is from Sally. Yesterday, I contacted a local grocery delivery service in my area. It's like Instacart, but with local people. The delivery person began having a conversation with me about school. I told him I was a biology major and that I wanted to teach. The next day, I get a text from the delivery service saying, missing you, sad face. Then I get a friend request on Snapchat, and it says this person added me through my phone number. Along with the friend request, he said, aloha, and I asked if I knew him. He lied and said he knew me from school. I said, oh, I'm bad with memory. Did we have a class together? And he said, yes, science. Now that's when I knew he was lying, because nobody that's in the actual major ever says science class. These are definite red flags, right? Or should I give him the benefit of the doubt and see where this goes? Red flags. <laughs> Those flags are redder than I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, this is creepy. Stay, stay away, Sally. That is just, that is like, I don't want to say like stalker level, but it's, it's bordering. It's borderline stalker. Annalise? Super creepy. <laughs> also, way too many uh, coincidences in that one. My mom's name is Sally, and then the aloha. I was like, um. <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. Um. Yeah, no, that's creepy. I don't like it. No, I don't like it at all. First of all, he lied. Why is he lying? Why couldn't he have just said, oh, I met you the other day. I was the person that dropped off the groceries. I'd love to get to know you more, like if you ever want to grab a drink or whatever. Why is he lying right off the bat about meeting her in science class? Is he insecure about his job? Does he want to come off? Uh, I, I don't know what his end game is, but this is a major red flag. Here's what I got from this email. This guy must have been so hot. I mean, for her to look past all of these things and think, maybe he must have been stunning. Yeah, what is Tyler Cameron, your grocery store drop-off guy? So to realize how weird this is, picture him as whatever your definition is of hideously unattractive. If you picture him that way, you realize how very, very disturbing all of this behavior is. Right. The, the missing you sad face is really what did it for me. And then... I don't know. But let's have an alternate reality here. Maybe this guy actually is in one of her science classes, and yet he also drives for the food delivery on the side, and he, you know, that's a, a way that he got a number. Yeah, but I, why wouldn't he I have said that in the possible. initial interaction? Maybe he's shy. Jared, not everyone is outgoing and as, as boisterous as you are. You're okay? the one Some who said this bit... is a red flag, too. <laughs> 
I mean, oh my God, huge red flag. There's a whole sea of flags out there and every single one of them is red. I'm just trying to provide an alternate reality where this is more seemingly adorable than, because obviously she, like Mark said, she thinks there's some potential there for some weird reason. So I'm trying to think of what type of scenario it would take for us to be like, oh, okay, we understand that. But I agree. I think, I, Sally, don't respond. Don't give this man the time of day. There's like a million ways to approach someone and start a conversation. And I don't really think this is one of them. The friend requesting, the aloha, the missing you, missing you. All you ever had with this person was an interaction where you dropped food off yeah. for them. How are you missing them? I don't like it. I don't like this one bit. Stay away, Sally. No. I'd say stay away. Sorry if the grocery guy, you know, he listens to the podcast. We appreciate you listening. But I don't know. Definitely don't lie right off the bat like that. All right, we have a couple of rapid fire questions for both Annalise and Dean. So Dean and Annalise, I'm just going to raffle off some quick questions and you're going to give me the answer that first comes to your head, okay? Sure. Okay, great. Here we go. <laughs> All right, here we go. Annalise, Dean, what is your favorite part of your body? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, um, tough one. My smile. Great my mustache. Ooh, what is your favorite part of a your partner's body, or like if you her have boobies? Partner, what do you? Okay, boobies are good. Uh, we'll find out hopefully soon. <laughs> well, what would like when you first see a man? What's like the first thing you see when you see a guy? I don't know. I'm like a whole, a whole picture kind of person, but I, I'll do like eyes. No, eyes are a good one. Eyes are big for me, and then smile, Annalise, as you say, mm -hmm. smile is. When you see someone smile and it like really just gives you butterflies, it's like, mm, that's good stuff right there. All right, what's the perfect vacation to go on? Uh, trip to Hawaii. Uh, come visit. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm trying to think of where it's like on the top of my list right now. I want to do like Bali. Ooh, Bali sounds very nice. I haven't been, but I'd like to go. Uh, clean shaven or facial hair? I like scrap. What am I supposed to do with that one? I don't know. You answer any way you want, Dean. <laughs> Facial hair. Uh, texting or talking? Texting. Uh, uh, that's like a both. Um, I feel like it's, so that for me is like a red flag if a guy won't like pick up the phone and actually talk to you on the phone. So if it's only texting, then that's a problem. So I would, I'll say talking. All right. Because that means I'm probably doing both. What's your favorite day of the week? Sunday. Uh, Friday. Ooh, Sunday just because of football. I'm so basic. Uh, what uh, um, drinks on a beach or uh, hot drink in front of a fireplace <laughs> in cold weather? Drinks on a beach. No, actually, I rescind. I say buy a fireplace. I'm gonna say buy a fireplace just because it's different than what I am right now. Ooh, little hot cocoa nice. in front of a fireplace when it's like 30 degrees out and you're wearing a coat. That is good stuff right there. You want what you can't have, you know? That's a fair <laughs> point. Uh, mountain or beach? Mm, mountain. Uh, mountain. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how good of a driver are you? <laughs> what kind ten. of driver? <laughs> you say a 10? I'm a really good driver. I'm the best driver in the world. Have you ever gotten a ticket? Yeah, not since I was, like, young. I mean, yeah, I got into a motorcycle accident last week, but that wasn't my fault. That was that guy's oh, fault. Oh, here we go. Also, also... I hit my driver really well uh, on the golf course, so I'm really good at that driving, too. That's what I was saying. I'm like, what kind of driving? <laughs> Ooh, fair point. Uh, first celebrity crush? Oh, my God. Mine was probably JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, back in the day. That's a good one. Uh, uh, Lizzie McGuire. Hillary Duff? Yeah. No, Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> God. Uh, mine. It was the role Hillary played, obviously. Come on. Yeah, that's a fair point. Mine was obviously the Pink Ranger. And last but not least, because we just got out of the holiday season, what's your favorite holiday? July 4th. Ooh, good one. Uh, Halloween. Nice. Oh, that is good. Mine is Christmas. How is Christmas in Hawaii? I mean, did it happen? I have yeah. no idea. No idea. Melikalikimaka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No yeah, it doesn't feel like the holidays at all. I just had this whole big argument with my brother. He was like, oh, I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite holiday. I was like, dude, Christmas freaking sucks. And we had a whole big blow up argument about it. And so that's when I was like, July 4th is definitely the only really good holiday because it's like, 
everyone comes together. You get delicious uh, barbecue. You get a drink with your friends. There's no expectations for presents. Just the best. Christmas, <clears throat> Halloween is like, Halloween's good, borderline good. I would say more good than bad. But it's like Christmas. you get to dress up in candy. I mean, <laughs> right, right. No right. expectations for presents. And candy, too. The candy is definitely a big selling point. You guys are really starting to change my mind. Halloween is sounding better and better with each day. Uh, well, Annalise, thank you so much for joining us on Help I Suck at Dating. You are always welcome, and we really appreciate any time you stop by. Um, we know you have your book coming out, which is super exciting. Is there anything you could tease with that? Um, it's a it's a book of poetry and my art. So, I'm yeah, I feel like it's just a, it's a little, I keep saying this, and it sounds so cheesy, but I feel like it's like a love letter to myself. It's just like my heart on paper <laughs> well that's great i feel like that always makes the best kind of books when you just pour out your heart and you're authentic and real super exciting well everybody look forward to that uh and of course you can follow annalise puccini on instagram thank you to sally for sending in that email we really appreciate all of the emailers who continue to tell us their dating stories please continue that into 2021 follow us on instagram of course we are a help i suck at dating uh, thank you, Dean, for just being as wonderful as you are, especially with that mustache. It's really coming in full now, huh? Look at that. Yeah. I, yep. yep. That thank is you, a thank full you. caterpillar right there. Thank you, everybody who's listening, and make sure you guys tune in next week where hopefully we all suck just a little less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.